Hello and welcome to In Business Talks 2. We are thrilled to welcome you to our bonus episode, The Friday Fix. In our bonus episode, we will be discussing a business-related subject with either one of our wonderful in-business networking members or a fellow business owner who will be sharing their advice, thoughts or knowledge on a particular topic. We are your hosts, Tracy and Ian Earl, founders of InBusiness. It's a networking and business support community and we host online and face-to-face events. We'd love to meet you, so why not come along? The link to book is in the show notes. Today's guest is Mark Jarvis. And uh, Mark works with owners and partners and managers, leaders and teams so that they can communicate more effectively internally and externally, focusing on growth and bringing clarity to their vision by helping them to work only on the right things and with the right people at the right time. For the first time ever, this podcast will be in two parts because um, Mark had so much useful information to share. So please make sure you listen next time to part two. Hello and welcome to the Friday Fix podcast. Um, Today we have with us Mark Jarvis, who is a business growth specialist. Mark helps people to grow and their businesses to scale. So welcome, Mark. It's lovely to see you again. Hello, Tracy and Ian. Lovely to be here again. Welcome, Mark. Good Good to have you here again with us. Can you believe it's nearly a year since you were last with us? How amazing is that? Yeah, welcome back. My goodness, yeah. (laughs) How time flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we almost back. be having lots of fun, I reckon, if it's gone so quickly. We must, we yeah. must. <laughs> Thank you for being with us today. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit more about what you do before we start? Sure. Thank you very much, Ian. Thank you for, again, thank you for inviting me along. It's a pleasure to be here again. Uh, as um, as you mentioned at the, the beginning, I'm a, a business growth specialist, um, business mentor, um, I use coaching as a technique within that mentoring application. Uh, and I I firmly believe that learning how to grow and scale a business should not be a secret that it takes years to learn. It does. Definitely. Uh, and, uh, a lot of people, you know, they'll start their business and they'll grow their business and they'll expand and do the things that you and I have talked about on previous occasions. Uh, but ultimately, it's a learning journey. And I'm very keen to help people streamline that, that that learning journey so it doesn't take them years to learn how to do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you on that. I know when I run my own business prior to what we're doing now, it, it took me a long time to learn it. Um, and, yeah, you just want to help people do it that much quicker, don't you? You want them just to be a bit fast-tracked in I, their, their journeys. And do you think it's a continual journey? Do you think it's a, an ever-evolving journey? You, or do you get to a point where, I know everything now, I'm done. It's a really good question, Ian, isn't it? You know, and sometimes uh, when I'm asked that question, my response is, so if it, if there is an end game, if there is an outcome, what will you do after that's done? Because if you're going to do something after that's done, there can never truly be an end. I'm always minded to, and I always encourage people to to read one of Simon Sinek's books. We we love Simon Sinek for lots of different reasons. He's a very inspirational writer and presenter, but uh, we all know his Start With Why book. But he wrote also wrote another book called The Infinite Game, where he talks about business being a journey and business being something that you that you're involved in. So the the goal is not to to win the game. The goal is not to get to a destination. The goal is to enjoy the journey. Yeah. Right. 
And when you enjoy the journey and the blockages are removed or minimized for you, then you can enjoy that journey so much more. Um, you, you have a much better experience of that journey. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It does. if you enjoy it, it's far easier when you enjoy something, isn't it? To to keep oh, it going around something that's a bit of a yeah. drag and, and toil. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people get out of um, corporate life as well, don't you? Because I think they're stuck in the same old rut and want to do something a bit different and and expand. And I think that's why they end up starting their own businesses and things like that. Mm. Something different. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Cool. Good. Okay, which which leads us on to our our sort of topic for today, then, Mark. Which is, I quite I think I quite like this statement that you've got here. It says, "Which came first, the sales pipeline or the relationship pipeline?" So, would you sort of like to talk us through your thoughts on that? Uh, absolutely, thank you. So, if we sort of take the concept of what most people do when they come out, where they come out of corporate or, or they start their own business or they start their own business in whichever way they, they do it. Uh, you begin your journey with all the things that you need to have, uh, which we, we won't get into now, but you begin to attract customers. Uh, and as you begin to attract customers, you begin to refine the process that you use to, to do marketing, to your social outreach, your networking, all the things that you do to raise your visibility in the market place but also to to put people through your customer acquisition system otherwise known as a sales pipeline uh, you know and the common knowledge suggests that um, you know there are sev several touch points that you need to engage with the prospect in order to con then convert them into a client so that's what most people do and of course because that's what most people do it's probably what most people that are listening to us today are probably doing as well They've been on that journey. They're doing it now or they've experienced it. So they go on that journey uh, and they get, acquire customers uh, and they develop their own sales pipeline, which produces clients, customers at the end of it. So you acquire customers, you do some touch base stuff and then you get the customer at the end of it. So, so that's what most people start with. They start with the concept of a sales pipeline. My record suggestion is, my perception is that actually, because we are we're human and relational people, businesses, uh, individuals, we actually start by building relationships. You know, we do it with our family, we do it with our friends and at school and all sorts of things. Like that so we've evolved using a relational process, but yet when we start a business, we start using a transactional sales process. Oh yeah, and that's a lot of people start to fall down there, and um, we'll we'll get perhaps talk a little bit more about it as we get us into some detail of this concept. But if we remember the way that we actually work, we work you know, as a relational individual, uh, we work best in collectives and communities. So if we use relationships as the foundation of our business, we're less likely to be stuck behind this quantity and turnover concept where the outcome is just being busy. And we start to follow a profitability a purpose and a, a quality approach and that's when businesses can truly begin to scale because they're beyond being just busy so if we sort of expand a little on what i've already started to uh, propose mm -hmm. uh, you know as as i said as we begin to get good at acquiring customers in our business yeah we fill our diary with people and clients and opportunities and networking all the things that a business does um, which means that at some point we become 
our, our diary is full and we're busy. So we've, we've said that already. Yeah. Uh, and when we reach that point, most businesses grow through expansion. And I think you and I have already had this conversation of the difference between growth and expansion. Yeah. We have, yeah. We so have. most businesses grow through expansion and that's okay. But again, if we just take a step back for a moment and think about the way we work as humans, as individuals, we work in a relational community based way. So why don't we apply that to the way that we are growing and scaling our business? Because that way we never get busy. We just have a world where we're, we're continuing to enjoy the journey and we become more and more profitable in our business. Mm -hmm. Because that's the outcome, isn't it? Is to continue the, to continue the journey, enjoy the journey, have an amazing business and have a profitable business, not just a busy business. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And there's definitely a difference. There, there is. So that's the sort of the the outcome, if you like. That's the end game. Yeah. Um, and to my mind, you know, as we've talked about before, you know, I've been in business now just over twenty eight years across multiple businesses, and the one consistent thing that has always shone through for me is that the strength of relationships that I've built over that time are the relationships that persist, and those are the those are the relationships that continue to support me in my in my business as I'm doing it now but also continue to bring in new business opportunities and new connections and, and new other opportunities mm -hmm. uh, for me to do the things that I love to do yeah and some of those relationships are decades old which yeah. you know as a young business as a younger person perhaps we're not quite on that journey but we will all have school friends that we've been friends with for, for years for decades some yeah. even longer <laughs> yeah, and, and that's really what I'm encouraging people to just be mindful of and be be more aware of because when we understand as I've said already that that's the way that we work we if we can tap into that or when we can tap into that concept we can truly have a scalable business not just a busy business right right so, I mean, we we talk about this in networking, about building relationships um, and seeing people at the, at the meetings on a regular basis. And I think that's what is the, you know, the basis of this, isn't it? It's, it is building those relationships. It's, it takes time, doesn't it, though? It's not, uh, it's not a quick fix like your sales pipeline could possibly be. Um, it's more of, more of a long game, isn't it? But I think I think the best business comes from like the best relationships, doesn't it? The stronger the relationship, I think somehow the better the better the business, don't you? I think what I, that's what I've noticed. Rather than a, a quick in and a quick out, if you build up a strong business relationship, you actually get more business, better business because they they recommend you more, they think about you more. It, it's it, it just makes much more sense, doesn't it? Really. Yeah, and that's exactly my point, Ian. And it's one of these those things that we all secretly know. Yeah, you know, we all secretly know that actually building relationships with people mm. around, you know, family, friends, but also business relationships, professional relationships. We all know that that's better. But yet, we're still drawn into this world of quantity and turnover. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Why do you think, if we all know this, why do you think then that people, is, is it more of a quick win? Do people see the other way around as a quick win? What, what are your thoughts on that? Is it? I think that's true, Ian. I think there is an element of that. I think we can agree 
um, as somebody that's slightly older than perhaps others, we can agree that we are becoming less and less patient in our world. Mm. And we, our level of immediacy or immediate gratification and satisfaction is increasing. Yeah. You know, we need that in our world. So if we see something as being a quick fix, we often are drawn to implement that, what we believe is a quick fix, thinking that it's going to work. Mm. Now, often we might think that that quick fix is going to work because the people promoting the quick fix are very good at marketing that quick fix. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, for one, am, am passionate about and and truly worried by the number of businesses and organizations that are being um, drawn into something which really is not going to actually bring them to where they want to be. Yeah. So, you know, as I said, we all know and understand that building relationships is a better way to do it. It's a more consistent and kinder way to do it, more authentic and all those sorts of things. But yet we're drawn into that level of immediacy because we see a shiny object. We think that's a great thing to do. Here's a sales thing. Let's do that. Here's a marketing thing. Let's do that. Here's mm-hmm. a social media platform. It's new and shiny. Let's all jump on that. The reality is that relationships are the one thing that have persisted. Uh, I had a conversation again with with somebody recently, um, and we were talking about the length of time that social media platforms have have been around us in our world, and it's not really that that long. No, 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 if you're a certain age, not in our world, anyway. (laughs) No, no, absolutely, and and mine too. You know, I think it was the late 2000s. I think when when LinkedIn, mid late 2000s, I think when LinkedIn started, something like that. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's it's only just approaching two decades. Yeah. They're just approaching 20 years. But yet we've been doing business for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, true. Um, true. You know, we survived without social media before building very successful businesses. Um, and yes, technology has a place. Of course it has a place. Um, but it's not, it's not, for me, it's not the way that we work as a human. No. Do you think LinkedIn and all these things then are like, I suppose they are like quick fixes for people because people jump on the bat. Oh, we'll we'll contact, we'll connect with forty-seven thousand people, and we're going to get lots of. Do you think people see these sorts of things as a quick win, or do you think people are getting a bit more canny now and thinking, "Well, hang on a minute, there's there's a better way of using these these tools." What what's what's your thoughts? Sorry, am I taking your train of thought away? I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. It's a really valid point, Ian. Uh, you know, uh, and I'm not here to be critical of any platform. As I said, there is no, a no, place no. for digital and social yeah, media. There's a place for it in our world, and we have to accept that that's the reality yeah. of our world. But what we also need to do as a as a sensible business person, we need to understand how it fits in to the way that we're going to grow and scale our business. Yeah. Because it's not the answer. No. No. It's not the answer. You can work hand in hand. You know, Yes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, Tracy. Mm. There is absolutely a place for it in our world. Mm. But we must understand that we need to make connections with people. We need to have conversations. Mm. We need to meet people, whether virtually or or face-to-face. And we need to build relationships. You know, the sales pipeline even traditional sales pipeline and the modern sales pipeline consists of activities which are designed to raise your visibility with your prospects. So you meet somebody, you raise your visibility with those prospects, you engage with those people to develop a level of trust that they have in you in order that they're more likely to buy from you. Mm -hmm. So you go through some trust building activities. Right. But that's still relationship building, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's still a level of relationship building. Uh, 
but the you know the this sort of jumping straight on the digital platform i find and certainly not for my clients and people that have been in business and have learned that actually it's about the relationships as you mentioned earlier on here you know yeah. and as i said at the beginning of our conversation knowing how to grow and scale a business should not be a secret it takes years to learn and that's mm. another one of those things that as you highlighted just a moment ago a lot of people are beginning to realize that it has a place but it's not the solution yeah yeah and and what sort of advice would you give them for to, to try and get people away more away from the sales pipeline type thinking to the more relational type thinking what what advice would you give how can people who are stuck on the sales pipeline sort of move if you like onto the more onto the better relationship pipeline yes and at its core i feel i found the challenge is around our desire to chase quantity right because we live in a world where we're driven to say that more is better mm -hmm. more is just more more is just busy it's not better it's a different thing but we're drawn to say more connections more likes more links more more follows more this that and the other that's better but it's not it doesn't actually achieve anything the more likes you have on your posts and linkedin and all sorts of things it doesn't generate business it in, it increases visibility because as i say there's a place for digital media it increases visibility and you can use some other techniques to um start to develop trust uh, you know you can start to develop trust in your in your market but the reality is it unless you have conversations with people rarely does that convert into business yeah, I agree. You've got to have a conversation, haven't you? How else are you going to? How else are you going to work together? Yeah, you can't. I was hoping you're going to say go networking. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't a leading question, Mark. You did well there, wasn't it? I never thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> I failed there miserably, didn't I? Should have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's your attitude when you get to the networking events, isn't it? Because if you go with a sales pipeline mind mindset, you're just going to want to try and sell. But it's when you get there, you've got to have the relationship mindset, haven't you? Yeah, you've got to start building them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Rather than trying to hand the business cards to every man and his dog and hoping that somebody's <laughs> going to buy something from you, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Part of that learning process is for you know for younger businesses that are on their journey. Um, what I find a, a lot is that younger business will will see other successful businesses doing a number of activities, so they will see those other businesses doing social media posts and doing all the things that other businesses do. Mm -hmm. So they tend to copy it. Mm. And then once they've copied it, they realize that it's not working for them. So then they go and train, they go and try something else. Yeah. Shiny object syndrome again. Yeah. yeah. But we're drawn to try to copy what we believe other people are doing successfully. Mm. But the reality is that building relationships is the only true global, globally successful philosophy yeah yeah uh, so so how do we do this i hear you ask yes <laughs> next question, the next yeah, question. Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's move on and let's let's create some sense of um progression with this and give you some ideas and things things that you can actually do yeah yeah um so the thing that gets in our way as i've said already is this quantity and turnover chasing mindset where we're just chasing more the next sale the next sale the next sale the next thing the next connection 
all of those sorts of things. And that just leads us to being busy. And I'll share with you some numbers very briefly. Um, what I found on my journey and through my conversations I've had with my clients as well is that it takes us about eight hours of work to acquire a client. Not all in one go, mm -hmm. but with an email and a phone call and an email and then a follow-up and whatever else. So it's yeah. about eight hours worth of work to acquire a client. And most businesses tend to convert about one in 20 right. prospects. And I, when I say 20, what I'm, what I'm, I include in that is the social media connections as well. Almost at the end of this week's show, but just to remind you, don't forget to listen to our next episode, which is part two of Mark's podcast. Also, don't forget to book your place at one of our networking events, whether that's online or face to face. You'd be welcome to come along where you can meet some great business owners and build those business relationships. As Ian always says, the best business comes from the best relationships. I always say that. The link's in the show notes. We'd also like to mention our books, which are available on Amazon. How to improve your business networking skills. 52 tips to help you with your networking. Our notably networking one-to-one -one networking notebook. A place to keep all your notes from all those follow-up one-to-ones. And last but not least, our 90 days to your success journal, where you can plan, set and plot the actions you will take to achieve your goals. Oh, and before I forget... If there is anybody that out there that you are looking to speak to, um, obviously we run a networking group, we meet lots of people. So if there's anyone you need a particular introduction to, uh, please get in contact and we'll see what we can do, make arrangements to uh, get you in touch with them. Yeah, please let us know. So thanks uh, so much for joining us this week on In Business Talks to Friday Fix. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, all we ask is that you simply tell a friend about the show. And please follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. We'd really appreciate it. Until next time, this is Ian and Tracy, and together we, we are, are in business. business. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>